Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. It's your cousin Juju. And this is Ray Daniels, aka the Culture Referee. And this is the Culture Report presented by the God Show. Let's Woo! go. And today, and today I have a brother of mine. You know, I like to have people on the couch, Tamara, Juju, that have opinions, that have that have not just an opinion, but credibility. Yes. And this is a brother of mine. I think we go back. At least 15 years. Uh, 2006. 2000. Oh, Ooh. long. Man, 17. Shit. <laughs> we go back 17 years. Um, he's been a digital marketer. He's one of the most brilliant guys that I know in his business when it comes to marketing and all that other stuff. But what he's also known for, and he's coming out the 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 <laughs> not the closet that sounds crazy but he's right. coming out False. his shell yeah, you know, he's coming yeah, out his shell like the coming out the shell and he's getting in front of the camera and he call, and everybody's doing the owner porch interview so let's give it up for oh. Spitty I was gonna say the whole name but I ain't gonna do that <laughs> no, it's all good man I Jacory, know the whole name Jacory Spitty Jacory, Robinson Jacory Spitty Robinson from Woo! Dirty Glove Bastards let's go. Nah, appreciate it. Appreciate welcome, the love. Welcome, welcome, Thank you for taking time out to come and sit with awesome. us. By the way, Smitty is a, a great, by the way, he's a great friend of mine. And if you ever need marketing or the digital stuff, he's the guy that you should talk to. <laughs> Outside of us, of course, because we do it too, but he's been doing it 20 years. You know, he was giving us a little free tea right yeah, It's kind of like, it's kind of like, when, it's kinda like when the NBA player comes and you're trying to get to the league, you're kind of like, let me be a little respectful. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's who Smitty is. Right, so man, welcome up. to the Culture Report, brother. Nah, have some fun. Nah, um, up, and I respect what y'all are doing, man. And I just want to, you know, give y'all a shout out mm -hmm. and show love to what y'all are doing and what y'all are building because, like, for real. Nah, because it's so important for us to like have more platforms like here in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Because even when I was, you know, creating off the porch, like in those in, in those days, like most of the media was in New York and that was like the hub of everything. And so there weren't platforms here in Atlanta that was really, you know, doing that. Yeah. So, you know, like for you guys to be building on to like this, like digital, I feel like revolution that we have in here in the A is Thank dope. You, bro. So I commend you. But, but I, I will tell you this, but while we get on that, um, they, first of all, that compliment means a lot coming from you because you are a builder. Like, it's, it's, it's different when you receive a compliment from somebody who's on the same journey, and y'all right. killing it. So I appreciate, I appreciate that. But um, I got to ask you a question just for reference for us because we've been having, like, arguments around here. So, so you guys film on Tuesday and Thursdays? Nah, we film uh, oh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay, let me ask you a question. If you have someone worth interviewing on Monday, are you going to do the interview? Yes. It's not going to be... We film Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's nah, it. Nah, nah, we, we gonna film like whatever day we need to pull up, like we making it happen. I, by the way, I am too. Shots are being <laughs> I am too, but I'm, I was just telling the people, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what our days that we film on Wednesday. If Jay-Z yeah. is coming in town, we fucking filming on yeah, whatever he's nah, in town. You know what I'm saying? It's all hands on deck. Like, yeah, team, I, I, you know, we by ready. the way, coming from you, you built something. So that's why it's important to ask. Like, yeah. cause I feel like a lot of people try to force like we have these mental hangups in our head. Like you got to do that first. Right. Like you got to get a degree and then you get a job, you know? Right. And sometimes it don't work like that. No. And for me, it's like, if you're not willing to bend for your own shit, then when you going to bend? I mean, that's the most important, you know, aspect of it is like being able to like believe in a concept, believe in something that you like want to do and then continue to do it even when the results in the beginning aren't what you want them to be, you yes. know, at the end. Because, I mean, you can, I mean, you will start like, I mean, any platform, any podcast, any, you know, like interview series, anything, you will start 
And your first couple videos might do 47 views. It might be 16 views on it, one comment just by your homie. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But you got to keep posting, keep being consistent and keep, you know. So, so that would be, so if somebody's out there watching, they want to start a, 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 a podcast, a media company, and they have zero subscribers. By the way, we started with like 30. Come on. And I think we at like 56,000 a year later. Yeah. By the way. You can ask everybody here. I told everybody here, we're going to be at 1,000 subscribers a year from now. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought we, I didn't know we was going to make it to 1,000 subscribers in 4,000 watch hours in a month and a half. Yeah. But I was prepared to go to year. So if someone wants to start their own show, what would you, if someone wants to start their own show, what would your advice be? My advice would be to do it. <laughs> like, come, you know, create your concept and do it because and, and and I know that's like just so simple, you know what I'm saying? But it really is that like even when I like sit and watch like these motivational videos and even different videos talking about like how to get, you know, a thousand subscribers or how to get to a hundred thousand subscribers, things like that. Like the the biggest like takeaway from these videos is like just get out there and do it. You know what I mean? So like There's no answer. You gotta you gotta just learn. It is no answer to it. And you know what they say, like you 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 miss every shot that you don't take. Absolutely. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like you just gotta get out there and do it. And come up with a concept and like something that DJ Small said to me. I remember <clears throat> so we you know, we started off the porch, uh like when I created off the porch, it was what was it like Back in 2014, actually. Yeah, I got 462,000 subscribers, by the way. Yeah, nah, appreciate Lend us some. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> we will right. borrow some. Hey, I'm with come that. on, you know what I mean? We, that, but that's why we're doing sure. all this and cross-pollinate, you know what I mean? So sure. you got to come and jump oh, off the I porch, you know wait. what I mean? I can't wait. Like, for real, can't wait to... I done seen my name mentioned on a few off the porch interviews, by the way. Just oh, yeah, no, nah, for sure. I, I've definitely shouted you out in a oh, couple nah, of them, yeah, so, we, man, we, sure. We're going to get it in, but your advice would be... Be consistent. Yeah, man, be consistent. You know what I mean? Just, like, get started and be consistent. And don't be scared to fail. I, I don't like using the word Well, fail. you don't fail if you get up tomorrow. Right. You wake, to wake up tomorrow. You might have lost today, but Amen. I don't mean you can't learn right. tomorrow and win. And every L that I take is a lesson. Exactly. You know? That's How all L's are. How often do you say no? Huh? How often do you say no? Because I know every artist is, like, trying to beat down, trying to get on the porch. So how often do you have to say no? I mean... You know, we have we 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 have to have discretion with it. We have to like, you know, have a creative uh I guess like our creative uh input with it and knowing like who's buzzing or We can who's, make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to sacrifice the platform for the mm -hmm. sake of right. trying to make someone interesting that you're not interested in. Right, right. So do people do people pay y'all to get on there? Do people try to pay y'all? Yeah, so I mean we do offer uh, promo, you know yes. what I mean? Like interview as mm. promo because basically it's like if if we decline to do the interview because you know we're not interested, we're not interested, then we do offer you know what I'm saying for somebody to be able to get on the platform for promo, you know what I mean? And then we found that some artists have come on for promo and have had really interesting stories and have you know gone viral from it. So you, know I mean? you might you don't have to answer that. I just want to know: is there a number? So if somebody's watching, they want to be on DGB. How much does it cost? You don't have to say it if you don't want to say it. I'm just curious I, myself for us because I got people because I got people offering us money to be on and I'm like okay like I found a way to bring them on but yeah my, but that's why I did the artist spotlight so it's right. like it'll be more like an A&R meeting yeah I don't want to I'm not going to ask you where you from and we, you ain't this shit yet yeah, yeah. but I could talk to you about 
I say reach to out to us in the DM and we'll, you know, get Thank you the promo packages. Right. I like that. Hey, we don't want to box ourselves out of nothing, right? <laughs> you feel me? The highest bidder gets the first week. The you second highest bidder gets the second week. Me? Yep. But see, that's, Ray, what you're doing is perfect, right? People out there, that's something that everybody should be doing. Look at somebody who's doing it right. Look at somebody that's already in your field, somebody that's already successful in what you want to do and study them and ask them the questions. So that's... But, uh, and what sure. do you say? What was the best advice DJ Smalls gave you? Yeah, so I remember talking to DJ Smalls, and uh, I had just gotten um, the creative space that we now film off the porch at. Because the original Fulton, 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 Fulton Industrial, yeah. Because yeah. the original off the porch was actually uh, on a porch at on a house. real porch <laughs> in Decatur. You yeah, know I remember I mean? you told me that somebody house, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yep, yep. So um, shit. Shout out to Corey Mo. You yeah, know I said Corey Mo house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey Mo house studio. Pull up at Corey house at random times. Like, it was a real porch. Yeah. Okay. Like the real port. So um, so when we got the creative space, like we were trying to figure out, like we were just shooting like in our warehouse. We were doing interviews like in the studio. We were just all over the place, you know, shooting content, going to shows and, you know, get doing recaps. And so I was talking to Smalls and I was like, man, like, what do you think I should do for the channel? And he was like, man, you should focus on one niche, one look. And just like master that, like shoot that for a year. Don't go out and do events or anything like that. He was like, just do it like that. Just like focus on one niche. And I was like, damn, you know what? I need to rebuild the porch. Yeah, because because you, because you guys had a few different verticals within the uh, DGB uh, media empire, right? Because I know yeah. you had like different. I mean, so, like, basically, like, now we have, like, uh, the emergency room, which is, like, our interview uh, series, like, focus on mental health. You know what I'm saying? That's partnered with Food with a Camera. Fire. So, um, so we had that, and then we have, like, our off-the-porch uh, live performance. You know what I mean? And now we're about to bring, like, a couple of new, like, podcasts and new content, you know, to the series. But in the beginning, we were just shooting interviews and just figuring out our way, you know what I mean, until – we decided to rebuild the porch and then it's jump back into, yeah. you know what I'm saying, the off the porch wave. And then that was like right before the pandemic. Yeah. And basically with Atlanta being open during the pandemic. Artists needed it. Yeah, artists needed it. And artists were coming to Atlanta and, you know, we had the creative space so they could come work out of the studio. I mean, so mm. many people was working out of the creative space. People like Dirk, you know what I'm saying? Like, so a, a lot of different artists, you know what I'm saying, was pulling up. So, yeah, we were open and we just kept, you know, doing interviews and yeah. kept it rolling. Yeah. So what, to this day, what's, what's, what's been your most interesting or favorite interview from off the porch? Man, I mean, so most recent, I mean, we just had like an interview go viral where, uh, where his cat Unk from uh, St. Louis, like he... Uh, Talked about how he was in jail with Ali from the St. Lunatics, and mm -hmm. they had a group called the Ticks, and he actually wrote country grammar. Ooh. Oh no! And, yeah. Um, in other words, he claimed his publishing. Mm -hmm. like, he claimed. Oh, no, no, he's trying to use this as a platform to sue and say, "Here's me talking about yeah. it." Yeah. Then he talked about. Then he said something about the Illuminati. Talked about how he was in the Illuminati, oh, no. and yes. then he walked off the interview like it, 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 it was crazy. Um, Do you have a dream so interview? That, no, no. You have nobody you want to sit on Oh, oh, oh I'm it's, sorry. I thought you said the dream. No, no, no. no like no. A, a dream person to interview. Absolutely. Um, Who's your uh, wishes? Give me your top three wish list. A couple. Um, man, Future. Like, definitely want to interview Future. Like, been wanting to get him off the porch. Uh, Big Boy from mm -hmm. Outkast. Because, I mean, Big Boy is my favorite rapper in Outkast. So, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's... 
Like I, I stand on that, always have. You know what I mean? I, I mean, Three Stacks is one of my favorites, and you know what I'm saying will forever be. But Big Boy is like one of my favorite rappers of all time. For Hold real. on, huh? No, that's not bad. I love uh, Big Boy. Word. I think, I think Andre was just so much more superior. No, nah. like it's not like the Fugees where it was like. You know, like Lauren was the obvious star, yeah. right? And then Wyclef did, did his thing, and we prize was what prize was. But Outkast, I feel like, like I feel like if you didn't like, the, you didn't have to like the Fugees, just you could have liked Wyclef. But yeah. I like Wyclef. Like, I'm not really a Lauren fan. I like Wyclef, right? Yeah. But well, that's the first person I, time I heard someone say, "I'll take Big Boy over Andre." Right. Any day. And I want why? Any day. <laughs> why? Because to me, like Big Boy, like the lyrics is. I, I, I really I really love like street music. Like when when I say that I mean like when Katz is like telling like these stories, these 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 street tales, you know what I'm saying? And giving you like a perspective like a Scarface or yeah. like, you know, he's one of my favorite rappers. And like to me, Big Boy always gave you that street player. Give me a favorite you know big what boy saying? verse. Like mm-hmm. perspective. I mean, man, favorite big boy verse. I'll have oh, to yeah. say Rapped. I'm the M.I. Cricket letter. Let it go. What the By the way, first two Outcast out, first Outcast album, they were neck and neck to me. Yeah. Because the M.I. Cricket letter coming Come out of the South from the straight, having to vote yeah, with the old like, Southern right. club. But I ain't going to say, my, my favorite big boy verse is uh, Uno, Dos, Dress is on. Did you ever see uh, yeah. like a microphone like yeah, that? That boy still stay street. <laughs> I'm saying big boy hard. Yeah. It's just. Andre was just my and, God. Like right. I, th- I mean, I, we, I mean, I think he, we all he, see. I mean, like, Andre Andre's just, in another universe. But see, to me, but he's in another universe by himself. Right. But see, this is what I'll say though. Like, Chronometrophobia is my favorite record of all time. Who? Chronometrophobia. Oh man, the yeah. fear of clocks, the fear of time. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. That record Crazy. is amazing. Niggas. Yeah. I just but, think, I, but big, boy, but big boy is hard. And if you're from Atlanta, like I love big boy. And see, to love me, big like boy. the argument with big boy and Andre is for me like it is with um, Five Dog and Q-Tip nah. from Try Called Quest. Nah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you went too far. <laughs> I don't think there's, I don't think there's no group. Except for like a real group, by the way, because you can say <laughs> boys in the hood, you can say boys in the hood, and then you can say Jeezy was obviously the best, yeah. right? But I don't think there was no group where there was such a separation in man trial call quest you could like fight <laughs> I, I, I me, agree with that separation but five for free like five could go oh, five yeah. could go come on nah, there's a, there, i mean you said there's no group with a clear like no it's about like that big of a gap like yes, it is. like clips the clips Ooh, no no that's a good one no. <laughs> Nigga, no you can't say the clips Ooh. if we're saying push your t is overrated by the way push your t i gotta say this as a as a <laughs> push a T is probably the most underperformed artist in the last twenty years in rap. When you say underperformed, he, like yeah, what do you mean by that? Like Pusha is the two most creative minds of the last twenty years. Is Pusha T was signed to both of them, Pharrell and Ye. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you supposed to be a global superstar. I see what you're saying. Like. You're hard, by the way. I'm not saying you're not hard, but I'm saying you can't name an artist that had more with so much less. Man, the like, Pusha T is considered, like, the coke rap of them all, but he ain't... And I fuck with... Like, it's like, I hate... I fuck with him, but it's like... My nigga, I was thinking about that two days ago. I was like, this nigga was with Ye 
and Pharrell. Right, you had the cheat code. Like nigga, you got the cheat code. Two <laughs> niggas that ain't never been together. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Travis Scott was with Ye and T.I. Look how big he is. True that. See, I'm trying to say, like, it's like, how do you, and not only two guys, not, and here's another thing. It's not like he was with Jay-Z, so right? So basically he squabbled. Hit me out. Hit me out. It's not, <laughs> I'm going to take it a little further because I don't want to make it like that. You with Jay-Z, guess what? All Jay-Z can say to you is, you're dope. Mm. I mean, he could write you a rap, but why would he want to sign an artist he got to write a rap for? Right? So that's first thing. You're with two guys that can give anybody in the world a hit, and they never gave you one. I well, think that you gave one. What's the, what name of hit? Not clips. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, clips. I was about right, to say. Right, that's on. my point. So when you say clips, I'm like, nigga, hold <laughs> up, nigga, because Pusha T ain't had a hit without malice. Well, he had the, he had the, he had the, his album on the. I got a shirt though. What's the album he did with Ye? The, 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 the Daytona. Oh, yeah, Daytona. Daytona. Yeah. Daytona was hard. Daytona was. Name three dope, songs on it. I know. I'm not I'm saying to you that I'm saying to you that this Pusha T has sat at the table with Jay Z. He sat at the table with everybody because of who he was with. <laughs> and based on that, right. you would expect him to be at least three times bigger than what he is. Now, maybe he don't want to be, and that might be his reason. I ain't want to be that. That's cool. But you still can't get mad at the fans for looking and being like, my nigga, you had. That's like, that's like certain people were signed to like, like Robin Thicke was signed to Pharrell for a game of hit. Pusha T's like uh-huh. Mac-Man. Like, I don't expect much. Uh, nah. and, no, the reason I say, the reason I say he's like Mac-Man, you got to think about it. Mac-Man ran... Young Money. Yeah. Pusha T went and started running good good music. Yeah. Like, he's more on the business side. He can rap his ass He the Anthony Davis of rap. Like, like you, he, you got so much potential and you want him to be Anthony great. Davis. You want him to be. <laughs> and and, and, and Bron giving him the keys. Yay, they handed him the keys. And he didn't win yet. And he didn't win. <laughs> and, that's gonna ring. and here's the crazy part. He, 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 he by the way, nigga, the, the, the one in the bubble. No, you don't. <laughs> Daytona was his bubble. Daytona was his bubble. I hate. I hate. He got by the way, by the way, Spitty, I hate this because it feels like I'm not fucking with them. I fuck with Pusher, no. but I fuck with Pusher because of him. Yeah. When he was signed to two other niggas that I could have fucked with him for, also. Mm. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Nigga, you dealing with two funny. of the greatest. So basically, basically, Pusha T was the athlete who had all the greatest, best equipment, but literally put up the most mediocre stats. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, no, no. He put up mediocre oh stats. Nigga, let me tell you something. I'm going to take it further. <laughs> because of who he was with, the stats felt bigger than what they really are. Mm. They told him it was a good album. No, that was... be, I know, but he, would, he should be on the same level of a currency. Right? But he, currency is not sitting next to Pharrell and yay, my brother. Like, you're sitting next to two guys that have given hits to the entire world, and you ain't got one? So that means either they don't fuck with you, which I know that's not the truth, or you just hard to deal with. Mm. But think about that dynamic, too, like where... We've seen like different artists, different indie artists that we've worked with in the past or seen in the past where they might be signed to a situation where they got bread, got access to it, but they just never like reach that point where they should. But then you got the artists that reason. don't have access to no money, but to be creative. That's my and point. That's my point. You you prove that's what I'm saying. I think the interest in Pusher is also based on who he's with. Hmm. I don't think if he's with Ye and Pharrell that Jim Jones acknowledges him. I don't think hip-hop acknowledges him like that if he's not with who's you with. You don't think Drake acknowledges him if he wasn't with I think him. part of the reason why Drake acknowledged him because of who he was with. Mm-hmm. I think if Pusha was on an island by himself, he would be good. He would be dope. But it would be kind of like, it wouldn't be as artsy as it feels. It feels very artsy. It's like he can get anybody on a record. 
It's all these things he could do because of who he's with. He's selling Louis Vuitton dope. <laughs> he's selling. Yeah, that's, but that's what I'm about to say. He's selling. He has been the person that said, I can't sell these shirts for $100 because I'm between a $3,000 shirt and another $3,000 shirt. Mm. I got to at least sell it for 1000 because they're going to see me who I'm next to and they're going to think, oh, it got to be worth 1000 because who's he with? But that's fair. It never hit. <laughs> never hit. And I'm not. And by the way, Pusha, come on the show. I fuck with Pusha. I would like that his perspective, but I'm saying, let's be honest, bro. He underperformed. Mm. Nigga, he underperformed. And by the way, that's okay. A lot of people do. He might, this might be the option to make him like, you know what? Let me do that. Like, Pusha's Pharrell couldn't give you Pusha. one. Pharrell couldn't give you one. Excuse <laughs> me. What's your Brown. name? Oh, no. man. Come on. Don't do that. He's not Kwame Brown. Nah. He is. Ooh. Pusha T is Kwame Brown. Oh my God! Can I tell you why? 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 I'm gonna tell you why. And when I say this, when I say this, Spitty, when I say this, Spitty, you're gonna say, "Damn, you're right." The only reason why Kwame Brown got such because there was another guy that flopped in the NBA, the guy that got drafted by the Cavaliers, like Robert something, Robert Smith. He was no one draft pick, but he wasn't drafted by Michael Jordan. Kwame Brown was drafted by Michael Jordan. That's why he has so much pressure. And Pusha is signed to Pharrell and Ye. And that's why he has so much pressure. Nah, man. He ain't no bust, though. I'm not gonna I, no, no, no. I ain't going to say a bust, but I'm saying Kwame Brown won the bust. Kwame Brown was not a bust. Yeah, because Kwame was a bust did a, he had 11 for, years. He, he was a bust for a first round number one pick. Yeah. If you picked him number 32, it's a great fucking draft pick. It's you wasted a number one pick on him. That's what make that's it. Crazy. That's what makes it difficult. That's but real. he wasn't a bust. That is real. That's real. So what I'm saying is, is once again, I'm only speaking from Gilbert Arenas gonna love expectation. Gilbert well, <laughs> gonna love this. Who is that? Who you said? Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, why he said that? Oh man, because you know that's how like they had that whole beef. He done told like, Kwame. Uh, he done told yeah. Kwame like, bro, you squandered, you squandered potential. Yeah, but I mean, he got drafted by Michael Jordan. I think that. This is that. This is what Michael Jordan is Teflon. This is when he's six rings. Michael Jordan. He just took over a team, and they was like, "What is he going to do now?" And that was his first step. But can and that's we why. say now that like Michael Jordan just is on the executive side of it? He just is not that guy. Like he cannot be that. He, he's not an executive. Know, guy. No, no, no. Hold on, hit me out. You're not as an executive. He's an amazing as a investor. as a player's it's coach, investor, team right? owner. Because he makes. Because I mean, shit. His deal with Jordan made him a billion. Shit, he made, well, he he made he's a smart three, executive. He made but I'm saying. But I think the reason why he's that Jordan. way is I mean, because he he is so intelligent. It's kind of like it's kind of like talking to somebody that's like you in 12th grade and everybody else in the third grade. It's like y'all don't see this, y'all don't know this. Yeah. And I think it was just kind of like man, you know, he just resorted to hitting people like stupid ass. Listen. <laughs> Like what the fuck? You don't see what right. the, like even we heard he did that as a player too, by yeah, the way. So yeah, it was yeah. like, I just think that, but I just think he's so great that, bro, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. But Tamir, let's get into Okay. So I want to start off with G Herbo. He is suing his former manager and indie label for 40 million. So according to court, court documents, Herbo filed a lawsuit on October 25th, and a lawsuit Herbo um accused his former manager. Um, of unfair and one-sided dealings. Um, I sent the article over to Juju so he could kind of digest it and explain it to me a little bit more. Do you think this is a realistic lawsuit? And do artists tend to sue their labels and managers like this on the back end? Bro, this nigga lost his goddamn mind. Oh. <laughs> you hear, bro? Yeah, so listen. Why say that? Listen. First of all, this the whole thing is like, he also owes, he has he has $8.2 million in recoupable. That, that his His... Company that his manager. By the way, guys, for everybody at home, that's label talk. Yeah, right. So eight point two million dollars in recoupable. That means literally, like, 
to to create your product and put this in your music out, it's cost us eight million dollars to do so. Oh, okay. So mind you, I'm not gonna say I know G Herbo's business because I don't, but like you haven't made that, you haven't generated that for streaming. But 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 can I tell you so no? Okay, so, so let me so let me get an example. When someone sues, when someone sues, they are suing with the big number. To with, get a the, to, to with the intent on coming to mediation and settling for higher. Okay. Like we got sued for a hundred million. I think the payout wound up being four hundred and fifty thousand, but it was a hundred million dollar lawsuit. So I don't really get caught up in any of that because we know that that's just like. But I think the the, the, the reality of this shit is too like. What he says an unfair deal, bro. You are what you sign. Like you know, like it's an unfair is deal today. Yeah, but even then, it's like I hate when people come to, and come and say, "Oh, my deal wasn't fair." It's like, dude, you. You had plenty of opportunity to negotiate and right, right, let me say something. Decide every, what you want right. every deal is the deal is not based on who you are today. It's based on who you are when you signed it. Mm-hmm. And if you wasn't up when you signed it, then you're not. It's, that's what your deal was. Right. So him trying to I just hate to see people sue each other and fall out. I how, hate that part. How often can artists like renegotiate their contracts? Is I mean, that a thing? You, you renegotiate all, if, every if, chance if, you if, get. If you inside your books, if you inside your books, if you know you have a two product commitment and you turn to both of your products and you're like you're like you can check your what your recruitment is. Like you can, you can say, I, I want to say something. Let me let me give some advice to artists. If you want to renegotiate your deal, first thing, make money. It's the first thing you got to do. Make the person money. Number one and number two, audit them. Yep, audit them. Like he could. Does that cost money to audit? It people? does. Okay. It does. But you know, yeah, I, I don't. I, I've never heard of an audit that didn't come out higher than they was when it was worth it. It's like twenty thousand dollars. Depends on who you are. But yeah, it's it's serious. But audit somebody, and then go ahead and then get the get tell them. Matter, that's how Fifty Cent got out his deal. Yeah. Audit it in the scope. Which one your label if you audit them? Huh? No. I mean audit, uh, bro. You you do audits and they do audits with. Uh, it's it's almost like you a private. Uh, uh, yeah, you gotta, it's like it's like you hire a private contractor to come in and look at their books on your behalf to figure out, mm-hmm. calculate exactly. It's it's a it's a tireless process. The whole process, process, is process. So let me tell you something. You know how they said. You know how like when um what's that what's that Robin Hood fell down when all of the companies uh everybody started pulling their money out. Yes. Let every artist audit a label. You will see one of the big three is gonna fall. Yo. One of the big three will fall. If every artist on every label audited it at one moment, they bring the music industry down. They're going to bring them down. Because I think 50 audited Interscope and found out they owed him 16 million. And I was about to say, what's what's crazy? And then he was like, just keep it. Just let me out and get my masters or something Mm. like that. If most most of the artists that were signed before 2015 go back and audit, their deals are are way different before streaming. So like now all the deals that, that are, all your deals now have streaming built into it. But prior to 2015, there was no streaming. So literally, if you were an artist that's been signed to a label 10, 15, 10 years, you'd be like, hey, bro, you got me fucked up. Exactly. You're not getting none of your streaming money because it wasn't even it's in the contract when you signed. It's not percentage. And it's not even that. Let me take it further. Nigga, they are giving you advances to keep you in debt. Mm-hmm. Right. So the goal is to keep, if I cut you a check, why are you asking me, do I owe you something? I just cut you a check. Of course I don't owe you shit. Right. I just cut you but you don't know that the check that I cut you 80% of that was already owed to you you might be investing me on my own money yeah yeah. (laughs) like hold on that's the trick it's the most flagrant (laughs) shit in the world that's like like Tamir let me give you an example you can Luther Vandross wherever his I think his music is at Sony or Universe wherever it is there is somebody in a division that is being paid on his behalf on his estate's behalf to do things for his music Mm -hmm. like Let's try to do this campaign. Let's try to pitch it to this. And that gets charged back to him. 
So when you're signed to a deal, you give the label permission to spend on your behalf. Okay. Because what they're going to say is, we're not going to call you every time we need to spend a dollar. Right. If that's the case. So I would just say is, only charge me for the money that I approve. Mm. See how that works out. Woo. All right, yo, why Herbo been all like uh, acting crazy in all his interviews lately too? Though he about, to go, to, he, he about to go to jail. Oh. Yeah, he yeah. trying to get them orders. The, the, he got to get his shit in order. He about, order. To go, he about to do. I hate that he's doing that. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's weird, man. It's weird, man. It's like everybody wants to be rich and famous, but nobody wants to deal with the consequences of being rich That's and famous. That's so real. It's like I want to be rich and famous, but I don't want you guys to judge me. Right. I don't want you guys to have an opinion on me. I want all my money, and I don't want no one to make money around me because this is my shit. It's just really weird. Mm-hmm. By the way, can I ask a question to you as a black woman? Yes, love that. It's only it's two other black women in the room. They can't. They don't have mics in the room, but they can answer this. How do y'all feel about Jeezy right now? Hmm. Like he married a. He's only he's only been. What with, you, what hold on, hear me out. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it. He's woman. only been with one woman publicly. Well, one and a half because Keisha Cole was probably the only one we heard about. Only woman he's been with publicly. He married and she was Asian. And mind you, that's cool. You, you got your choice. You got your decision. But the reason I'm asking how y'all feel is because now he's like, I need my sisters. He was dirty macking on what's his name? Yeah, on the wasn't alone? He, he, he was, was like, yo, we going to dinner yo. after this? But I'm saying he but I'm saying like but I'm saying it's like it's like it's like it's like why is he why is he not getting treated the way OJ got treated? No, he is getting treated, but I think that he was really smart about who he chose to do it with, right? As a black female, we respect Nia Long so much, and we understand. Of course, he leveraged her. Yeah, so he knew to go with our auntie that we was going to come. But you're smart enough to know what he was doing. That's what I'm asking. How do you feel? Oh, I feel a way. Um, I like. I feel two ways about it. I like that she got this opportunity. I no, like no, that she's a, going I'm, I'm removing Nia Long from okay. the whole scenario. But How do you feel about like Jeezy? He came back to where he... Black men tend to have this thing black, with No, it. let's talk about Jeezy. Okay, Jeezy... Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to defend ourselves, okay. right? Like, I don't def- so Jeezy in particular, um, Jeezy has black baby mothers. Like you said, he um, dated black one black woman... Um, publicly, but then when it no, came down, well, he halfway did it. Halfway, we knew, yeah, we knew. We never see him and Keisha on like, the red carpet, like in holding love hands. and holding hands, right? We seen him. Um, in- and then when he does decide to finally get married and settle down, he does it with someone outside of his race. Mind you, he has um, just spoke so much to our community, and we have so many people who look up to him. And we just kind of was like, "Hold on, this is not what you've been selling this whole time. Now you're eating ramen and praying in Buddha temples, and you were just Jeezy the snowman. So it was a kind of off brand for us, but we respected that he was growing and becoming a family man, and we love that. But then when it all falls down, we got to come pick up the pieces. We got to do the healing with you. We have to do the talking. Black men like to say that they don't have these spaces where they could talk to people. <laughs> Stay on Jeezy. Right. Jeezy, I, feel like right. I, don't, I feel like I could talk to anybody. I don't right, like I, and I love that. I and I you. want black men to know out there, like, if you don't feel like there's nobody you could talk to in your circle, then you need to get a new circle. Because so you should have at least one person that you could express yourself to. So your response to my question is, you <laughs> They always come back to the black woman. So that's how you feel? Yes. That's, that's kind of a result, not how you feel. Oh, I feel, like I said. Um, are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you, like, mad? Are you, like, this is last I'm time? I'm laughing. I, I honestly think it's, 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 it's comedy. It's comedy how you could, like, they. you have to see, like, when I think of it and I look at the pictures and how he was sitting there and this girl didn't even want a baby. Like, the whole thing is just she also mess. He also married a woman that went on live TV, national TV, and, and said, said, I like black meat piece. on the side. I don't, I don't like, I like white meat to marry and I like black meat to have fun with. She said that. Wow. And he stood on it and married that woman. And now he's like, black women, come save me. Yes. And what are we doing? Going to save. Just running. 
I just wanted to hear that. That's, to me, that, I just had to get that out. I had that on my list. It was later. So I feel like if anybody on this couch fuck up, y'all better come save us. Same way. <laughs> we, we got Not you. just because he's Jeezy. Okay. Better, you better save me if I marry a white woman okay. and she take and she fuck Oh, I show. would love to show up. Oh, please invite me. No, no, me. no. No show up and be like, nigga, I told you so. Show up and be like, how you doing, brother? Okay. <laughs> I'm hurting right Can now. Can I do that after? No. I'm hurting right now. I'm hurting right now. Sister. You mean nothing but positive Sister. affirmations. Okay, so come and be a nice. Yep. So I'm never going to get to do what I told you so moment at any point in it? No? Let it go? Okay, fine. Okay, DJ Academics gets emotional. I'll talk about his beef with Saucy Santana. So the issue with this <laughs> is oh that Academics feels like it's not fair that Santana's able to be on the internet threatening to do all type of things to him, and he can't even respond because then- He can respond. Get, he responded. Yeah, but he's getting really bad backlash to the point where he's sitting there crying on camera acting like- No, nah, that's not why he's crying. Like, he was crying on camera because he he's Jamaican. And I think the idea of a man saying he wants to have sex with him took him to a core where he was like, man, like, like that's some real, like, Caribbean people don't play about yeah, gay shit. Don't play about that. So it was like, all. I could see him being like, like, his family, like, what that boy say he want to do? Like, I could just see that laying on him. But um, I think he responds. How you feel about academics, uh, Spitty? I mean, academics is, you know, he, he a troll. He purposely, you know, trolls purposely, uh, you know, like that. that's how he got his name. You know, I mean, be that like talking shit about people and um, back like during the like that true essence of like all them Chicago wars and yeah. all that. Mm -hmm. Like he was one of the main people like know. reporting on that and like really, you know, talk speaking on that. So. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like, you know, got to respect the hustle. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't really respect his ways or, like, his tactics and how, like, he moved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's I, what I want to know. I, like, who I, does get to argue with the females and well, the gays? I, so, here's my thoughts on the academics. First of all, I like people that stand on their shit. Mm -hmm. So, I love, I love him for that, right? Yeah, true that. My thing is, I like people that stand on their shit. I don't have to agree with you. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But... I like the fact that you stood over there and said, this is how I feel, and I'm going to take whatever good come with whatever bad come with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I fuck with him. I just hate how he disrespects women. Oh, man. I, I hate that. So this is my thing. Oh, I'm just going to finish. I want to finish. Because it's, it's, it's a couple more things. I hate how he disrespects women. Um, I hate that he thinks because he has more money, he's better. Mm. I hate that part. And I also, and the only thing I don't respect about him is that we've never seen him outside. Never. And my thing to him is, is like, talk that outside. shit. No, we seen him outside once, and that was when he was having two girls fighting over a purse. Right. Like, talk your shit. But nigga, I, nigga, you be with me, I'll be, I'm outside. I don't give a fuck what I said. If mm -hmm. I seen Jeezy, I, don't, I, didn't say, I didn't say Jeezy the bitch. I'm just like, how do you feel as a black woman? I'll tell you the fact. He married an Asian woman, then he came to y'all for help when he divorced her. How did that make y'all feel? But I'm not disrespecting him. I'm not right, saying right. he's whack, he's a terrible person. Academics like fuck them bitches, broke bitch. It's like, mm -hmm. bro. And if you was outside knocking niggas out, hey my nigga, he'll be the biggest nigga in the world. <laughs> if we right. just saw him knock right. one nigga out, like bitch, <laughs> academics is the realest thing ever. But and the only thing I don't like is that I don't like how he talks about the generation before him. I think he's, mm. I think he's leading the the uh, the the agenda of. Old niggas need to be old. Fuck them. They old and over, and it's our turn. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is because as someone that is older than him, he's he's praying that he becomes this age. Mm. 
He prays sure. that he gets his A. So when you start making fun of people that got to someone you praying to be, nigga, it's like you just telling God, fuck life. So that's my only thing. What yeah. you gonna say? I think he pick and choose who he wanna talk crazy to. Nah, I I, oh, nah, I, 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 won't, I can't give you that. Nah, cause. Name somebody he stood down from. Cause it's a difference, right? It's a difference that you talk crazy about, or it's the difference you talk crazy behind a camera. But like, if I see you at like, if I pull up to an ASCAP event and I that's see That's what I'm saying, but he's not there. That's what I'm saying, but that's why I say, say he pick and choose. Cause like, he not Nah, gonna, I don't think he pick and choose. I think he, 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 he talks knows. crazy about And he knows he's not, no, this, this nigga ain't gonna never see me. But this is right. this thing. He'll talk, he'll talk wild about a woman. Like he'll say some outlandish shit about a woman, but he'll draw the line with a man because he understands the repercussions mm -hmm. of like, like he not gonna go all nigga, the way. He went crazy on Freddie Gibbs. Nigga, that's Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs got beat up on camera. Yeah, but that shows that Freddie Gibbs is not afraid Damn, to fight. Gangsta Gibbs. But come on, and that's bro. what I'm saying. Freddie Gibbs was getting jumped by six niggas, think, and he was fighting back. You think I'm saying the same you, shit? You think I can say the okay, same shit? Okay, I'm asking you a question. You think Gucci if Freddie Gibbs saw academics out anywhere? He ain't on site. Man, on site. Oh, come bro. on, bro. And you know, he might get his <laughs> ass with. I don't know, he, but I'm saying it's gonna be a squabble. It's gonna be a squabble. Okay, that's my point. But so. you think he's you think he'll say the same shit about future? No. Yeah. No. He's a fan of futures. But I'm saying. He's also okay. a fan of winners. He's a fan of winners from his generation. Futures mm -hmm. futures the future and Drake is the king of his generation. True. That's fair. He talks shit about Jay-Z. He'll talk shit about Ye. He'll talk shit about all these other niggas. He but those two niggas are his. But that's why I say he picks and choose, right? And king. You can you can say something outlandish about Jay-Z or Ye because you know that there's not many repercussions. Jay-Z's not gonna slap you on camera. But you say some shit about like you, you like you going, you say. Like you say some shit about. I mean, hold dude. on. Let's be clear. He said some shit about future. I mean, he said some shit about Puff. Come Nigga, on. Puff waited outside the club for Ooh. three hours in his car to slap the shit out of Drake. <laughs> we be acting like we be acting like no. We be acting like we be acting like Puff ain't about that life. No nigga. shade, but that's like that's Drake. Nah, like, nigga, nigga. Okay, so New York nigga. Name another nigga that could wait. Uh, name another nigga that could walk up to Drake and slap him. And Puff slapped him knowing that his security wasn't gonna do shit. That's, that's crazy. That's nigga, it's crazy. me and you, nigga. That's fair. That's why I'm like, so it's like Puff will run up on him. He's not outside. Does he host parties? Nah. Imagine if the nigga got paid 50000 to host a party, and they just want him to host the shit to beat just the shit out of him in the club. <laughs> that's fucked up. Man, that's, that's, fuck, that's probably why you don't host parties. <laughs> that's probably why you don't come outside. Right. Like you be in that motherfucking jam and the shit, the nigga you been with all day just punch you in the back of the head. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> And then you, these are the same niggas that gotta get you to your hotel tonight. Right. <laughs> They know your room you in. They know everything about you. You can't. They gonna beat your ass for an hour. That's funny. Isn't it? I mean, but I, I think that's, that's the difference too. Like, I feel like Ack is not one of the niggas that, that fought a lot growing up. Cause you can tell the nigga that fought that fought a lot. Like, you, there's certain things that you will say. Like, you 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 tone it oh, back. Yeah. Cause you like, no, bro, I know no. I'm gonna have to see this nigga eventually. That's what I'm saying. Be he talks crazy. Like he he literally said, didn't he say you want to fight Blueface? Like nigga, me and you in the ring, I beat your ass. Yeah, I I want to. That's that's what that on. That. I put I pay for that. Blueface really be boxing. I'm gonna yeah. say Blueface. That's, why, that's why we want to see it. But what I'm saying is is like like dog, Smitty, I ain't lying to you. They know this. If they called me and said, little baby's girlfriend, or it could be Jada, his his baby mama, mm. I wouldn't want to interview her. There's no disrespect, but it's like I feel like it's not manly. For men to sit in the room and gossip with women, hmm. so I rather I rather Tamir could do. I'll, I'll I'll do it if we think it's gonna help yeah. the show, but it'll be like oh, Tamir, you go. Like, <laughs> no, I got because I because yeah. it's like you might see my woman and nigga, hey nigga, don't talk to mine without making. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a man though, so I'm gonna treat yeah. you like a man. If I see your wife outside of your girl, nigga, I'm gonna treat it like I see my girl outside. Yeah. You my nigga chick. Hey, you straight? You good? Because like, I don't want to talk to her. So tell me how's life. Mm. What are you and Spinny doing, Vacay? Like I can ask you that, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, so right. it's just weird 
talking to the women of men lives. It's just yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. Nah, I know what you mean. So, because I just don't. I just think it's like Dame Dash says. I think that's chatty patty. Like yeah, I'm being a chatty real. patty. So how'd you start your business? Like it's like we did Pinky, but I don't know her boyfriend or her husband. I know Pinky, yeah. so I don't mind doing her. But if I knew her mm. her nigga first, I wouldn't have done it. So you want to interview Joe Smith's wife? Uh, no. No. no, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't. I want to see the OnlyFans. I wouldn't, oh, but I heard. She, I, but I would. I would want to. If I put like this, if I did interview her, it'd be to have Joe's back. Okay. It'd be to say, why the fuck would you do that? are you doing that to your goddamn uh, husband, young lady? Right. Like, it would be that. Like, it'd be like, well, I need money. What, did you need money? It would be that. It would be to interrogate her on behalf of her. But so I'm you a, have I'm an on... inkling of wanting to know what's on that OnlyFans. I want to know. I just want to know. I heard she was a big porn star. You she, know what I mean? She, she said she was a porn, porn star, star right when, he had, I just, when he I Googled her. the name yeah. and I saw it. She like, said, you know who I was when you got yeah. here. She said, she I was like, I Googled the name and I saw it. I don't need nothing else. I think that's another thing too, though. I can't. Googling a white name like, and porn coming up do, is crazy. A nigga can't get mad. A nigga can't get mad if your girl just resort back to the old shit she was doing. It's like, bro, you yes, bet. you can. Yes, you can. If you try you to change her reform, life, you thought yes, you were reform yes, this motherfucker. I'm not yes. <laughs> if you try to change that girl's life, yes. But these like the same cats that be at the strip club, being like, baby, man, you know I could take you out of here. Like I could change. Yeah, your but, life. but he, but he, he took you out. out. He took, no, took you out. Nah, bro. But this is just the problem. This is the problem. And I was I was literally watching KJ look. Keon Martin said this shit earlier. He was talking to his son, KJ. He said, right? yeah, he said, I, I saw that. Yeah, he was talking to his son. He was like, bro, like, when you get to the league, there's going to be certain women that you can be like, you can ask all your niggas about them, bro, because, like, it's, it's, it's what it is. Yeah. So it's like, my thing is, like, in that situation, if you knew your shorty was a porn star, you knew she's a freak, and now you're getting a little older, you probably don't do the same shit you do. Nigga, you don't think she getting service somewhere? Oh, my God, no, <laughs> think no. About it. Think about that logic. That's a, like, you don't think she getting service somewhere, nigga? So, like, what, like, what did you expect this to be? So I think the problem is, like, he, he thought that he was, she was reformed and he was like, yeah, I done changed her life, blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, nigga, I'm bored now, nigga. Uh-huh. It's been 15 years. We ain't, no. this shit ain't elevated nah, before. That Listen, don't let me give you something. excuses. You expose the fact that y'all having money problems. When you know somebody having money problems, it makes it very easy to do business with you because I know you got money mm. problems now. <laughs> so now, instead of offering you a job and saying, why don't you come be a commentator? I got half a million for you. I'm like, nigga, 124. <laughs> right. Just offer you anything. Nigga, I know your bitch, your bitch just told me I ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. That's so that's why, that's my problem. You yeah. exposed him. And you should never expose your husband and you should never expose your wife. Yeah, you should never expose your lover. I don't give a f- I don't like pillow talk. I don't think none of that uh, shit. You should never do none of well, that. Ray, let's be honest. Look at her where she came from. There's no moral like compass. There's no moral code for being right. a porn star or being a, a sex worker. That's not, so I mean, that's, I'm not going to say Sex workers don't a, have morals? I'm not going to say they don't have morals, but that's there's, there's, there's a different code. There's a different code of ethics. Like you have to have a, like, it's, it's almost like <laughs> I, got, I got a homegirl that became a stripper, right? You know, her first day becoming, she was like, bro, I had to get drunk as fuck. You have She's to. like, because I had to block out the fact that I'm about to be up here ass naked in front of a bunch of strangers. Right. Shaking so that pussy. Now, now imagine you getting bust down by strangers. Oh my God. It's a whole different, like, it's, it's, it's not. A- no, but you're getting bust down by other sex workers. Okay. Huh. They're all professionals. Hold on, Ray. <laughs> Yo, I'm being honest with you. Okay. Yo, what, y- what y'all think about, she was on an interview saying that she don't count none of her bodies oh, from bitch. porn. I've dated women that do porn, and they don't. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause that's work. Yes, I've dated women that do. And porn. how do you feel about that? But the cars on the tire is still hit me out. The, no, the mileage is like, still on still the motherfucker. Hit me out. But they said, but 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 they also said most women that do porn don't enjoy the sex. No, they no Tamir, they don't enjoy because you got to remember you're fucking a stranger. It's like. 
There, man, someone, hit me out, hit me out, hit me out, hit me out. 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 No, hit me out. No, hit me out. Could y'all hear me out? Could y'all hear me out? We listening. We listening. Could y'all hear me out? We listening. Because I actually dated one, and I and that was my baby. Hear me out. Best time of your life. Actually, no. They ain't as standard as wild as you think they are. Hear me out. I'm gonna just tell you something. They look at it like they look at it like like she's like when you're fucking on camera, you have someone telling you, "Okay, stop." I'm roll, getting stuff together. And you got to sit there. It's like, y'all not fun. It's like, all right, cool. All right, cool. Camera back on, camera rolling. All right, cool. Action. And now you about to, it's like, you're not fucking. You're not really fucking. Ray, you gotta, it's full fucking. No, I you watch are. The porn. <laughs> right. You are. I'm Just because there's a pause in the middle? <laughs> you are. I'm, you, I'm saying, you commercial break. It's a timeout. Right, it's a TV timeout. It's a TV timeout. It's a commercial break. It's still a sport. She's still I'm working. saying, they don't think that they don't, I'm saying like, because one day she said to me, she was like, you know, like, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes it feel good having, getting fucked. And I was like, hold on, it don't always feel good? She's like, hell no. You gotta remember, they don't, it's not like you get to pick and choose who you're attracted to. Like, every man you probably been with, you was attracted to. Imagine if you came to work, you had a fucking nigga that you would never fuck. So Ray, let me tell you the difference though. You're like, talking about you're talking that's about that's not fun. You're talking about professional and you got to suck his Ray. dick. You got to do all this nasty Ray, shit to you're him. You're talking about a professional porn shoot. She got OnlyFans. That's not no goddamn. No, no, she was a professional porn star. <laughs> but 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 everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She was a professional porn star. She was a professional. So what the fuck did he expect? A good time for the rest of his life. Right. right. That is exactly right. what he did. Not he to run out of money and hug go have a good time without him. Bro, right, that brother like real. that brother like he that brother like he tired. That brother didn't play Don't basketball that, 20 so years of his life. <laughs> His, his knees ain't the same. <laughs> Nigga got arthritis in the toe. You don't mess with. I'm gonna just tell y'all something. So girls can stop. As a man that has done it, you don't mess with a porn star if you ain't trying to have a good time, and you are gonna have a good time. I mean, I have. My he fair said fair dating freaks. a freak is underrated. No, no, it's overrated. overrated. Oh hell yeah, being a freak is overrated. I, I said dating. dating a freak is overrated. Why? Uh, what? I, I don't know. Ray said my ears not working. I get tired of after a while. What the wow? What you I, say? Get tired of what? I, I say I personally get tired. Ray's not comprehending this, bro. Like sometimes it, she take the freaky shit over, boy. You be like, hey, look, calm down. <laughs> like calm like down. what? We want to know. Right, right, right. Right. I'm like, give me an example. Right. I'm intrigued. You like dial it back, baby. Down the back. <laughs> dial it back, baby. No, 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 no. You want to turn it down? We tell bitch push it forward. I want to know what is there to dial back. Yeah, I've never tried to dial it back. I've never told a woman pull unless she was into some weird shit. I was like, you ain't putting nothing around. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on. You seen Cameron saying that um, Sukiyana was playing eat in the ass in the car for him, and he uh -huh. was like, hold on, is this a sub? No, nah, he said some chick was uh, with him, and she was playing Oh, she Sukiyana was playing. I thought it was Sukiyana. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and she was like, hold on, is this a sub? <laughs> Y'all will let girls do that? Nah. That's too. That's where you draw the line? That's your line. I mean, I'm down for a bitch to put her mouth anywhere in my body. She Man. wants to do it. I'm no with it. Feels me. <laughs> I, nah. I, used have a, I used to date a chick years ago. I used to wake up. I swear to God, I used to wake up and my toes be in her mouth. Like, just wake up like this. She got both feet together and it's like sucking my toes and shit. I got to draw the line, right? Uh, I was in love. I, gotta draw the line right I was in love. I got I said, bitch, what do you need to be okay in life? What your mama need? What your 
Bro, I wake, right up, now. I wake up with a girl got my big toe in her mouth like, we got an issue, shorty. Nah. Like, like, yo, shorty. That's you, a bitch that loves you. Yo, a no love like that, that There's no love like that love. And you got some ugly feet, bro. Like, now, if you got ugly ass feet. It's not even that. It's just like, nah, baby. Baby, you, you, you. Most dudes got ugly feet. Tamara, is there such thing as a guy going too far sexually? Um. Have you had a date guy that you went too far sexually? Just curious. No. Well, well, I saved, that he just did some shit. You was like, hold on, nigga. I hold. saved one of my holes for marriage, so that is that's too white far. girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> you gotta have that's something for your funny. husband. Ray done kicked me off the couch. Come on. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. But that's where I would do it. Right, just cause okay, I'm can I tell y'all something? I want to give you some advice. If you want to be a wife, treat a nigga like a wife the day you meet him. Mm. Do what you would do as a wife. That's how you get married. That's why black girls don't get married. Be because hit me out. That's why a lot of black women don't get married. Because they be like, I'm gonna say that for my husband. How do you think I'm gonna get there? Right. How do you think I'm gonna get to become your husband? You do the crazy shit. I'm like, I want to marry this motherfucker right here. I want to marry that for the rest of my life. You, you don't get married because what happens if I'm, what happens if we together three years and then we get married and now you want to do the crazy shit? First thing I'm thinking to myself is where the hell you learn that? Right. So right. you need right. to give me so that shit immediately. You had that shit in the tuck the whole time. <laughs> Hold on, you mean to tell me you never did that? I was waiting for you to be my husband. I'd be like, I want divorce, man. Fuck out of here. And how, you know you gonna and how you know you're going to be good at all that free yeah. shit? Like, when, when it's time for the husband? Yeah. Like, if you ain't I'm had no practice. Other stuff, so the other I can't give some advice. If you a hoe, be the greatest hoe of all time. Just go for it. Now, let me tell you something. Be the Michael give, Jordan I'm of hoes. No, real talk. So you tell Joe Smith White, be the greatest hoe of all time. No. Come on. Be the greatest. Hold on, hit me out. Be the greatest hoe of all time to get your husband and get all the money. She was a great hoe. She just married a dude that Damn. probably didn't fit, ran out of money. I'm pretty sure he had some good times with her. Come on. But I'm just saying, if you want to be a wife, be a hoe day one. Now, I'm not saying be a hoe day one for everybody because that's a little reckless. But the minute that you think that this dude has potential, usually you could tell that first three days. If he has potential, when you go give him some that night, give that nigga the experience of a lifetime. Don't give him, don't hold back. Matter of fact, if you give him the experience of a lifetime the first time, He'll fuck you three million times wanting that same experience again. Right. Chasing that experience is like crack. Like no, a crackhead gets high the first time. The best high is the first high. Right, you chasing that. They chasing that high. high. That's Wait, why they selling kids head. and shit. They trying to get the high again. High Give him that high day one. I promise you he will marry you. Why can't, do I have to, okay. Can I just suck some dick? Like I got to go sex, the whole sex? Well, I don't got sex. Well, I don't well there's levels to giving head. Right. There is. The way you just said, definitely. can I suck some dick? That sounds like level two and a half. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it definitely sounds like that. Out the gate? Yes. Yeah, listen to me. You want to get a husband. I'm not saying do this to every guy, but the first time you meet him and you feel like he the one, give him the motherfucking treatment. You're never going to have to do it again. Unless he like me and he like, nah, where that's at? When you meet somebody that's good enough, Cause if a guy don't put it on you, like then well, shit, a nigga save the good shit for you. you I got some moves I'm gonna save to you for when we married though. Well, if a nigga only hit you a one round, that's how stupid that sound. <laughs> you want three rounds? Got to be my wife, right? You'll be like, what? what? Think about it. You don't want to. This is what people don't understand. They think marriage is making it. No, meeting someone is making it, and marriage is a gift in meeting someone. But hoes win because hoes like being hoes. Like we had a friend that was a friend of this show that was married to Kim Kardashian. And when he tells you the story of her, you're like, I see why she ain't got Kanye moving next door to her. I see why she got the people going crazy. Because she is about that life. Mm -hmm. Ho is life. They, ho is life. They actually are the faces of ho is life. Mm. Like, I know people that was like, yo, man, they do shit that you don't have to do at this point. 
It's like, you're a billionaire. Now. It's like, I don't give a fuck what I am. This is who I am. <laughs> Billion or not, I'm going to do this. So I'm just saying, if you want some advice, be a hoe <laughs> to the right man. <laughs> oh, my God. And by the way, I would, not tell, I would tell this to my daughter if she was old enough, and I would say to her, but for the right man. If he don't, if he don't worship you, then don't do it. But <laughs> yes, if she put on that nigga, that nigga will be marrying her as a Celtic wedding. For, sure. Yo, for real. For she sure probably ball. don't want to. She probably don't want to. But if she did, she'd probably marry him at a she Celtic wedding. She retirement money. Yes. She threw him the OnlyFans number. What? <laughs> she tweeted him back, put the OnlyFans number out there. Mm-hmm. People were mad about this because they were saying, like, people were calling Paul Pierce, like, an old head. And, like, why are you trying to talk to this young girl? But Giddy and Young Miami are running around here all happy. Man, oh, did I not understand Robert De Niro is 70 years Al- old? Al Pacino? Right. Al Pacino Al- is yeah. literally 70 years old with a, what, that's another, And that's another wife? thing. Women don't have, women don't have the years Leonardo that men Leonardo. have. The access. Like, women get to a certain place, you can have kids, everything. So, why you young? Go for it. Go for it. But I read something because we were having an argument the other day, and they said women actually peak sexually in their late 30s, early 40s. Even better. Better be a wife, though. <laughs> that's real. You know, just be getting <laughs> ran through. Right. <laughs> Girls be wasted. Who? Fatboy SSE? Fatboy SSE. Oh, shit. Why are you messing up the Okay. Okay. Adam 22. No, that's not selective outrage. I can give you a, a prime example. We have all seen Blueface's baby mother on a red carpet punch a girl and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm like that. We know why he fights her. <laughs> he, he fights for his life at home. Man, he bro, fights for his life Nigga, she, she literally she has fought security like to be to him. Like, bro, you tripping, bro. Like, let me tell you, guys, let me give you guys some advice out that's there. Funny. Do not mess with a girl that you're messing with, that you're sleeping with if she calls you bro. She's crazy. Yo. She's a fucking psycho. I learned if your too. chick yeah. tells you, if you got a girl right now and she says, bro, when y'all arguing, she a psycho. Yeah, if your woman, if your woman is, is, is inclined to disrespect you in public, yeah. like, bro, she'll fight you. Oh, yeah. She'll, for she'll fight you. She'll disrespect you in public, she'll fight you. And, and by the way, that was, that was whack that he said Blueface does it. I hate that. Yeah, yeah like I hate when people put somebody else's well, name in and hate on somebody well, once else. Once again, straight, once again guys, <laughs> we have people who like the perks of being famous right. and rich, but don't like the work of it. And it's real work. You want to know how much work it is? Go watch the scene of Jay-Z in the elevator with Solange and then cut right from that to them getting in the cars. You would have never knew it was a problem. Right, right. Jay, Beyonce came out smiling. Jay came out on point. Solange wasn't smiling, but we wasn't, we, we wasn't watching her anyway. We was watching them too. No, not being funny, but That's real. You know, her, everybody knows who Her sister's probably the most famous woman in the world. So we was watching her, and you saw Jay... Yo, Get in the car. I'm gonna get over y'all. Dog, it's a price to being famous and it's a price to being rich. Yeah. And what we have right now is a lot of people who don't want to pay it, but like the benefits of it. And that's why you have what's happening to old boy. And you got a lot of people not cut from like no kind of cloth, like for real, for real. So like these people famous and we look at them in a certain light and expect them to almost be a certain way. But then I know we all know from like working close with some of these folks, man, you end up working with somebody who was almost like your hero and you'd be disappointed. Like, man, you, you flaw. Like mm-hmm. you like this fuck ass nigga, boy. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, Damn, dog. <laughs> nah, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's, it's bad. Mm. 
His show is out right now on us. Go check it out. Check it out. It dropped. Yep, on Wednesday. Check it out. That's what's up. Which he was. Yeah. yeah. So, what are we thinking about the whole situation? Where do we think this is going? What could be the solution here? Once again, if you're outside and you're talking about certain things, you cannot, you cannot get mad when someone calls out a contradiction. You just can't. I, you know, I was thinking about today, bro. I was, I was just thinking. I was like, let me tell you what this world is. R. Kelly has been rumored to be what he was. Since he came out, since Aaliyah came out, 94. It took that man to go through an entire, matter of fact, they dropped a tape of him fucking a little girl. And guess what? Because he was making RCA or Sony money, they stuck by his side. The minute that the ride was over, they turned him over to them people. And to me, that's fucked up. Like that, to me, to me, that's my problem. Like all of y'all should go to jail. Anybody who knew about it should go to jail. And what, and what D1 is doing, which I like, is D1 is he's calling out people who are lining their pockets for the sake, at the, at the cost of his community. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I actually wish Ross would have responded differently because I think Ross is brilliant. But to me, he kind of went, he kind of took what he was saying as, oh, you're going low, I'm going to go lower. And he was really trying to take you higher. So you kind of made yourself look, a little dumber because he was like go ahead so uh, you watched godfather Hollow, right of course so you remember when 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 the artist painted that picture on bumpy johnson and bumpy got mad as hell mm-hmm. but the reality was like you you really got rich from lining your pockets from destroying that's, the that, community that, that's right. what I, I get so, i get that's why i get mad at people i'm like i hate when drug dealers give out turkeys Nigga, you giving out turkeys with the money you sold drugs to? Right. I said that on the show, by the way. So that's what D1 was kind of saying. That's what D1 is saying. Hollow, He's saying, right. like, and to be honest with you, I just think that he wasn't wrong. Meek, if you're gonna be the face of reform, then you gotta take the responsibility, because maybe that's why they're not taking reforms, your reform as serious as you want them to, because right. they see you still on some bullshit. You can't be the guy out there saying, like, imagine if Barack Obama had a diss song against Trump. And he's like, yo, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. It'll be like, no, that's not Obama. And he's like, bitch, that's me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. nigga, you can't. Uh, that's, that's, that's me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's me. That's how I felt. But I'm saying, I, I wish that Ross didn't go so low. Love Ross. That was the first time I was like, damn, my nigga, you shouldn't have did that. Because you can't. D1 is speaking for a community. Like, bro, let me tell you something. Middle class is gone. Niggas is tired. Money is low everywhere. And now niggas is going to stop pointing fingers and going to stop picking and choosing who they want to support and who they don't yeah. want to support based on how you make them feel. But I think, I think this, this draws light to a bigger issue, too. Like you have, when you get to a certain stature, I feel like if you don't have the real people around you that actually check you, you can't even have an intellectual conversation when you do get checked. Because like now you, you, have no, you have no understanding of how to go high or low. Like there's no, there was no high or low for Ross. He went with the, I, he went with, with the first thing that came to mind was like, now nah, you got to be fucked up. I want to come back at your ass. And it's yeah. like, no, there was an intellectual way for you to approach this because you're, you're supposed to be the biggest boss. You're supposed to be the person like, if you're this person. But, but, but Ross shows that he's he petty. A, he didn't have an answer for him though. You know what I'm saying? Like shout out to D1. Um, like, like, I, like 
my thing is this. D1, and first of all, D1 didn't say nothing about Ross. He was called out Meek. Meek, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but, he said Ross too, though. He said both. What he said about, he mentioned. Well, but I'm saying, but he specifically said a Meek line. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He specifically said, Meek said this. Right, and it was right. based on, it's predicated yeah. on the fact that he was doing I shoot, I, I catch you at the light. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, Meek said that? Oh, shit. Yeah. You can't be the guy. You can't be sitting next to Robert Kraft and then say you catch him at the light. Right. Like you can't be sitting on the front saying um, fucking jail reform if you're saying you're gonna do something to put you back in jail. Like nigga, and I nigga, I right. nigga, you think I love Meek, my nigga? I think he's probably the most realest person that's a rapper in the game. That's yeah. why I think he fell out with Drake. That's why I think he fell out with a lot of people because he was the realest, like human. Meek is just yeah. a real human. But I also think. It's like with Enderly Chopper. I go, I hit myself. Enderly Chopper was woke, nigga. He still went on a funk flex freestyle, and every other bar was killing a nigga. Right. And I was like, damn, it hit me. Like I'm like, fuck, like. But it's almost like I play basketball like this, but I talk like that. Yeah. It's kind of like you know, like it's like Iggy Azalea. Like Iggy Azalea raps one way and talks another. Drake talks like a Canadian, yeah. but he raps like an American. Yeah. So it's kind of like sometimes you just don't know. But if Meek would have responded like, you know what, bro. You're right. I'd be more accountable next time. I think it would have rolled over way better. Yeah. But to just act like, nigga, I could do what I want. Okay. But at what point, like, do we have to hold, like, these artists so literal to their lyrics? I mean, I know that, like, hip-hop, like, hip-hop is the expression of the community. Like, these cats. truth. is truth, right? And they, and they talking about, like, their experiences that they've been through or maybe experiences that's, you know, around them. But then, like, so we, we know that, like, to a certain degree, there is truth with it. You know what I'm saying? But also, you know, Cats is deeming it as entertainment. Like, so. But if you move it into the politics space, that's like, that's literally like fucking Joe Biden coming back and saying, hey. Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like Meek Mill wanting to stand on the front of the White House and hold Joe Biden's um, hand and shake his hand and be like, we're going to go that. Imagine what the red side is going to do. Look what Joe Biden is shaking the hand of a guy who said he's going to kill someone. Right. Like, it's yeah. like they can use it. You, you too smart to know they can't use that against you. Yeah. And I think if he would have just responded like, yo, bro, you know what? You're right. Or I'll think about that next time. Or, man, I appreciate the observation. I think it would have went over bad. Yeah. But he did what most people with money do when they have money. is like, nigga, I'm more than you. You can't right. talk about me. Right, and I right, think right, that, right. that's changing. Politics starts from micro level, too. So if he like, it's, it's like you would, you would think it's not that big of a deal. But on a micro level, when you're trying to get funding for a, a certain city or you try to get a government contract done, they're like, no, 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 no. Remember this right here? Yeah. We, 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 we resorting back to this. Yeah. Exactly. I just, but I just think that we, I think hip hop as a whole needs to have its own, has a, have an audit of itself. Mm. And I think the only way the audit stops, starts, I'm sorry, the only way the audit starts is if people start speaking up against their peers. Like, I, you know, I like to tell you about 300 years ago, there was one, no, hit me up. There was one white guy that was like, I don't think we doing these slaves wrong. <laughs> and somebody said, shut the fuck up, boy. You on what you want to be a slave? 300 years later, he's right. But during that time, it took a lot to say that. Boy, you know what's fucked up? You know that's not even why slavery ended, right? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm I'm not say. saying that's it, but I'm just saying there was somebody around that was like, man, this, that there was a white kid that had a best friend that was a slave and was like, that's my friend. They was like, no, it's not. He's like, yes, it is. I love her. And it, like, no, I'm telling you, like, it takes peers to say that's wrong. Yeah, true. Peers saying that's wrong, like, if a nigga, if Spitty's saying I'm doing something right, I'm going to listen way more than one of my friends from the South Side is. 
you do what I do, so I'm gonna listen to you more. I don't give a fuck what they say. They're not trying to, they're not on the path I'm on. Oh, yeah. So his peer said it. And the crazy part is I believe that if one of us said it, he would Meek would have received it differently. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I just think he didn't like that it was his peer. But I love that it was his peer because nigga, we need like you yeah. are, y'all niggas is y'all niggas is new Malcolm and Martin. Niggas need to be like, holding each other. You know, don't get me wrong, Martin Luther King was fucking a lot of hoes we heard later. Right. But when he was alive, we didn't know that shit. That nigga was marching. We didn't know he was fucking eight <laughs> girls he was marching with. <laughs> we didn't know that eight eight of the women in that march was getting digged down by yeah. Dr. Martin Luther King that night. But but he understood the position he had to play. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like yeah. Meek and Ross have to understand the position that they are now playing. Because here's the thing. We know y'all not doing this album for money. Or at least we praying y'all not. Right. We praying that this is not a, we need to make some money album. We praying that I this mean, is but just. But then you also got to go back and look at like, Meek's like, oh, I'm doing all my shit independent now. I'm doing like, so like, it's, it's a lot of different variables. Yeah, but my nigga, you, you, dog. Jay-Z, when he wanted to talk gangster shit, he went and got the American Gangster soundtrack. Hmm. He didn't just say, I'm going to talk gangster shit. He found a way to tie himself to something to right. talk gangster shit, right. and that's why it worked. So when he started talking about, say hello to the bad guy, he, we, as much as we know that's probably how he feels, nigga, we know he's talking about Frank Lucas. Right, right. When he says, you know what I'm saying, like, I got the blue pill, like, he got, like, I got that blue magic, we know he's not selling crack. He's talking about Frank Lucas. And right, I think that right. if these guys want to talk gangster shit, they just got to be a little bit more creative to get there. So If you're going to be out there saying, I want Jerry reform. So, right, yeah. like, I fuck with Meek, I fuck with Ross. But I think you're giving them too much intellectual credit. And the problem, like, you're, you're expecting them to, to be able to think through a problem. Like, I don't know if Meek plays chess. So, like, but here's the thing. That's why I said Ross didn't have, probably didn't have an answer for D1. Like, I don't think that, he had He had to make fun of him. But here's the thing. Bro. Okay, so like, let's take that. Let's say that's the truth. Y'all need at least one smart nigga around you. <laughs> Real shit. One nigga that y'all gonna listen to is gonna be like, yo, now let's think about when you press that button. Hold on. This is how that could be received. You need one of those around at least. If you, if you, but a lot of these cats won't keep that smart nigga around. <laughs> I've been that smart nigga what, around. Nah, nah, you know why they keep that smart nigga around? Because like, <laughs> that smart nigga start calling them out. Hey, bro, hey, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, really? Shut the fuck up, yo. Get the fuck out of my life. No, you got. You can't do that, saying, bro. Like, you gotta, like, we give, we give, we, we gotta stop giving uh, the, the, the artists, like, like, let's not expect them to be smarter than what we think they are. And like, right. it's not, I'm not calling them dumb by, by any means, you're successful in your own right. But there's a difference in being like, having the intellectual like prowess to be able to have a, a conversation and with like- prowess, you know who graduated college here. Not for real, like, it's, it's a difference in being able to have a conversation and now I can- I, I love when I hear that word, I'm like, college graduate. <laughs> nah, but, but like, it's a difference. Like you, you start having a conversation and you can realize like, nah, bro, bro, he can't even keep up with me. Like yeah. this, we won't even, we yeah, not but, even but, 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 but the more Ross speaks, the more I think he expo exposes that there's a petty side to him that's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, that's not going to age well. So you know, I think that's fifty cent already got I think that seat. That's our, I, th I think that's our biggest. I think that's 50 our already, biggest, fifty already got that seat. That's our biggest hindrance in our community, though. What? Like when you, when you talk about success, like we have such a level of 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 pettiness and non humility, where it's like we we were literally like, nah, I'm gonna get the last last blow. Nah, but you know what though? I'm gonna tell you something. Shaka told me this. He, this shit changed my life. He said, when people who didn't have get money, they lead with what they have, and they think because they have it, they deserve to be in that space and just because you have it don't mean that they see you as one of them. So you can't lead with money. You got to lead with character. That's real. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, I just feel like I just wish that these dudes led with more character than they did with the pettiness. Especially because if shit, if Rick Ross would be like, okay, so here's, I'm going to give you an example. I love Hove. 
Love that nigga. Seeing Hove grow up made me say, damn, I, I, gotta, I might have to grow up a little bit too. Huh. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, yeah, just seeing him, nah, like, sure. like, but if you see a nigga on the same shit he was on 30 years ago, you'd be like, nigga. But there's right. a certain, but still on right. that, nigga. Right. Like, also, a certain level of realness that comes with that too, though, because you, you look at Hove, he's had the same niggas around him for 30 years. So true. So when you start having other people, when you, when you get to a certain level, you don't have people around you that can that can, like you ain't gonna have the the you might have the, your smartest buddy that's been around you thirty years, but as soon as you get to year twenty nine and he like he tell you something, you like nah, I don't agree with it. You kick him to the curb. Mm-hmm. But that's been a nigga that's been keeping you on a straight and narrow, and keeping your shit in order because yeah. he understands he understands how you think. People don't like having people around them who remind them who they used to be. No one. That's why they have a term called starter wives because. I, I work my ass off to not have to hear about who I was 10 years ago. Mm. And you remind me every time I want to get a, because every time I feel like I don't want to be humble, you want to remind me where I came from. I, what made me work so hard is where I came from and I don't want to go back uh. there. So there's a way, to, like it's like Tehran. I treat Tehran, I talk to Tehran way differently now, him being eight figures up than I would when I met him and he was working at Party City. Mm. It's, not, it's not because I've, I'm afraid it's just because I've seen him grow into a man and I got to give him that. Like, it's yeah. like, nigga, me and you been friends six, almost 20 years, but it's like, damn, look at us, nigga. Yeah. I remember you really? was in my office a year ago when I first started the God Show. You had 325,000. I yeah. got 462. Yeah. That's growth. It's like That's we growing it. together. That's why That's we can it. sit at the table. Absolutely. But if I was on... Imagine me and you together, we hanging out. I'm like, where the bitches at? You be like, Ray, you asking me where the bitches <laughs> like, at, nigga? Nigga we, nigga, we be supposed to be in our wealth stage right, in life. Like, like on, I don't want to talk about like, bitches no more. I want nigga, money. we bi- Even if you doing it still, it's nothing to, t- it's nothing to brag on no more. Right, right. It's all, it's, the bitches is fucking more than the bitches. One of, they they right. act like niggas now. They, they high-fiving each other. Yeah, I fuck you fucking too. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. fuck them too? Shit. Yeah. You got some money out of them too. Right. Oh, bitch, we gone. Like, come on, bro. So it's, it's not like, if you still bragging on sex 20 years later, nigga, you ain't lived your life. Yeah, I remember you used that, that, that term, starter wife. I remember, bro, this distinctly, man, some game you gave me years ago. And you told me, you was like, Spitty, you don't want to be the starter wife. And I was like, what you mean by that? I swear, I'm going to break this down for y'all. So, like, at the time, like, I would be frustrated because I would be working with these different artists, like, running their digital marketing, running their campaigns and, you know, doing all these epic things. And then, like, after a certain amount of time. Success. Success and all that. And then we'd get let go. Mm-hmm. And then be on to, all right, moving on to the next artist while I work, build up and all that. And he would see me doing that for years. And, and then when we would talk, when I would talk about things I'm doing, I'd be like, yeah. And then I was with this artist and built him up to do this and was with this art and built him up to do this. And he was like, Spitty, you got to build your own shit you got to build your own thing so that you're not always talking about how you help somebody else build their thing and help somebody else be yeah, better you don't want to be a starter he, wife he broke it down like being a starter wife he was like that's, that's the woman who now that you fold your clothes up and you wash the dishes and all that your ex like yeah he ain't do all that when i was with him you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah no i'm like, serious now. like you you coming in with some king shit and this one that's why i love us black women i, lo- I want us to be that but you got to allow him to grow as far as he want to grow. And if he's ambitious and you trying to hold him down to what he, you think he should be, I mean, we was eating motherfucking pies. I never want to do that again. Hmm. I mean, we was eating McDonald's. I never want to do that again. Right. Why are you bringing that up? I don't right. want to, I don't, I worked as hard. What Jay-Z say? You think I worked as hard to not change? Right. Nigga, of course I want to change. So starter wives remind you of who you used to be. Right. I, ain't, I ain't the same person I was yesterday. <laughs> Real shit. 
the shit that interests me yesterday don't interest me today. It's Come just on. that serious. So it's like, you better be on the same shit I'm on or you going to be, I was there. It was. Right. I had my first daughter wife. And, I, and the crazy part is that now it's my ex-girlfriend. And I now she literally is like, if I knew what I knew now, I would have dealt with you differently. Because, because it's hard out here. Hmm. And it's hard to find a man like you that wants to take care of me. That, it, By the way, everybody come with some shit. Everybody, everybody in this room got some oh, yeah. shit with them. I just lay my shit on the table day one and be like, hey, look, if you can deal with this, there ain't nothing going to break us up. <laughs> now, if you can't deal with that, baby, I'm not the one. And I make sure everybody know my go-to statement is Martin Luther King cheated. Martin Luther That's King funny, bro. was cheating. And Elijah guess Martin what? Let me ask y'all a question. <laughs> I want to ask y'all a real question. Let me tell you the importance of this conversation. Everybody in here, do y'all think if we knew, and not we because I wasn't born, but do you think if the people in the 60s knew that Martin was getting pussy the way he was, do you think his I Have a Dream speech matters the way it does? That's why you got to keep shit a fucking it secret. Does. I think it does. No, it don't. No, it don't. Everybody knew. Everybody knew. Uh, it would have been a woman in the audience saying, "Do you have a dream about being faithful to your wife, nigga?" <laughs> hey, but but Ray, but Ray, but to that, but to that point, in that dream, are you gonna be cheating, nigga? But Ray, like, but Ray, like, but Ray to that point, to that point, everybody knew. Everybody knew Ma Ma Malcolm X was a pimp, and he was like, he was from. But he wasn't a pimp when he, he wasn't. Right. A pimp. When he was Malcolm X, he was Malcolm right. Little. He was a pimp. Right. He was a Malcolm X. Head. I'm just saying to you, I don't think Martin Luther King. I have a dream speech. I don't think nothing he did. Becomes what it becomes. If people knew he was fucking bitches. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, you got to keep your motherfucking shit a secret. That is the importance of privacy. Y'all be wanting the whole world to know. I fucked my right. nigga eight times last night. Baby girl, you just told eight million women that your nigga right. could go eight rounds. <laughs> <laughs> of course they want the nigga. Right. Of course they on. do. If you want to live your best life, keep secrets. Keeping it, by the way, it could be a secret society. Everybody in this room can know. But if I find out Sam says some shit, he's out. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is done. Really Sam ran his mouth, y'all. He can't be one of us. Right. But if you don't run his mouth, I'm just saying, keep your shit a secret. Because people judge people based on where they lay down at. Mm -hmm. Which is weird to me. Because we only have sex probably 20 minutes out the fucking day. I mean, like... Think about how hard we work for sex to, and it, how short it lasts. Right. Like, even if it lasts 30 minutes, it's like, damn, I just took this motherfucker out. for. I just took out the eight dates, spent thousands of dollars, and, and after 20 minutes, I want her to get the fuck off me. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nigga. <laughs> Go to the next one. I'm sorry. Last one before we do American Bible. Lauryn Hill shows up late to yet another one of her shows. Shout out to the queen. That was no. <laughs> Yeah, she got me fucked up. Damn. Nah, Lauren was right. Lauren was right. Lauren was right. Lauren was right. Hold on, I got my own rifle, with Lauren. I got my own rifle. So she did us. We did a. Uh, you remember when Queen of Slim came out? So it's personal. Go ahead. You remember right, Queen of right. Slim came out? So that was the first time I was gonna get to see Lauren Hill. She was. She was doing. She was supposed to be the, the guest performer for mm. Queen of Slim, the, the release party. Bro, she showed up four hours late, bro. Bro, so my thing is, mind you, I, I can't really be too mad because I ain't pay for that shit. But if I'm a fan and I gave you three hundred dollars to show up to the show, Yo. motherfucker. But you show you gave her three hundred dollars for a Lauren Hill show. Y'all know me. Nah, but it's, but but Ray, that's but what she's saying. Y'all know me, nigga. Ray, I ain't never on time. Leave me Ray, the fuck alone. It's a certain right. level of respect though. You gotta have for your your fans. Like and this the respect she, is not for my fans. The respect is for my fans to me because they know I got a lot of shit going on. Four hours is a 
Nigga, Beyonce got a lot of shit going on. I'm Beyonce saying to you, time. listen, if I had to say to everybody in this room, it's motherfucking fucking family feud question, and all we got to do is get this one answer right. Name one artist that's going to be late to a show. Lauryn Nigga, that's the brand. That's the brand. Oh, but but hold on. I understand it's the brand, but for her to for, for her to get on the microphone and say, hey, it's the brand. Y'all better be glad I showed up. Yeah. It's the brand. Like, All right, bro. Guess what? Guess hey. what she did? She stood on her business. Hey, but don't that kind of tie into the episode where y'all was talking about like black businesses and not <laughs> having no yeah. customers? By the way, which is viral. Which is viral. Bro. Which is viral you know as fuck, saying? bro. Like, that's why that's why I had to Bro, that shit is going crazy. Because that's kind of the same tie-in. I gotta say something. I think that that clip has started a revolution. Yo. Because all I see now online is people talking about black customer service. Yo. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially with old boy that came down here. Uh, yes, Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. He came right on time. Oh, they was like, this man. is right now you just talking Yo, about. For man, real. Uh, no, this one lady, I saw a clip of this one lady said, if you meet me with an attitude, I'm going to give you a motherfucking attitude right back. I ain't here to be in y'all. Every customer ain't right. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's why, that. you, that's why you dress like that. Yes. But Ray, that's why but you Ray like hold that. on. But Ray, that's terrible customer service by Lauren Hill. Come that on, shit. like bro, that's you got people that literally the customer. Pay. Okay, so let me tell you what be worse. Customer, I can tell you what be worse. Stanza, Stanza, I'm a good arguer. I'm a good arguer. Stanza, watch this. <laughs> let me tell you what be even more fucked up. We all pay three hundred for tickets, and the, and they say Lauren goes on at nine, and we say she ain't going on till eleven thirty, so we chill. Then we walk in that bitch at 1130 and the bitch, Lauren is on her way out off the stage. We're going to be mad at her then too. Man, no. this motherfucker was like. No, hold on. But Ray, but Ray, but Ray. Am I tripping? But Ray, hold on. But reality, reality is, but that's reality is you, you got to think about that show though, right? So think about Lauren Hill's demographic. So this is all the people who hate when I say demographic. Her demographic is. Nigga, but, uh, by the way, you can say anywhere on this show and they'll love you, but demographic. Oh, you got oh, the war. Is that war? But look. She got her demographics, the aunties and the unks, right? Nah, her demographic is anybody from the 90s. You ain't going to auntie and unk us. Her demographic is anybody who was loving her music and they want to see her. And guess what? She doesn't look the same. Nobody trips on that. Yeah. She got short hair. She got the weird makeup. Right. Everybody cool. Ray, she I pay, different. I pay, I pay. And then, you, it, then when you show up and she start playing the music, she don't even play the original music because she can't even play the fucking original music. She might not music. want to. No, she can't. <laughs> she don't own oh, it. Once again, it. you're telling me things that everybody who's been to a Lawrence Hill show loves. So, so now I'm she double mad. She also dropped now, one album. But now I'm double mad. One album that everybody's that she's going to perform. They all mad that she ain't even listening Another album. Well, hold on. I want to hear Zion. I'm here listening listen to Josiah because you ain't, you can't even play Zion for me. Like so, like I'm double mad. You done showed up like, and you can't play the real music. Nah, bro. I'd pay. I'd pay too. So I got a right as a fan and as a as a paying customer to be like the the, the voice my frustration. And hey, listen, brother. And guess what? She told your ass last week. And I guarantee you, you lucky I, I'm there. I and if I, you, you know, and if you buy another Lauren Hill ticket, you can't say nothing. He ain't looking at her Yelp rating. I guarantee you. I guarantee her ticket. I guarantee her guarantee gonna go down because her ticket sales ain't gonna be as crazy. I'm, I'm telling she you, she ain't selling hard tickets. She's doing fucking festivals. Yeah, that's what everybody waiting four hours for. Cause we just saw eighteen other acts, and you're the last one. We've been here all goddamn day. We might as well wait another three hours for you to come out and leave in the parking lot. Lauren Hill so ain't doing real. She ain't doing one on one shows. She's like Lauren Hill's gonna be at one music fest. Right. Lauren Hill's gonna be at Coachella. Lauren Hill's gonna be wherever the fuck they paying me the amount of money I want to come, and I ain't gotta commit to doing this shit every day on the bus because y'all know I don't really want to do this shit like that. So. Nigga, hey, guess what? I got to ask you a question. Yep. Would you rather have all three of y'all, and then we get to the last one. Would y'all rather have Lauren Hill, or would you rather have Andre 3000? Andre 3000? Andre 3000. Nigga, no, no. Y'all talking wait, about Wait, wait. Hold wait, on. What? Let me get to the-, the I, I always, What <laughs> I mean by that is, would you rather have an artist like Andre 3000, who is like, I don't give a fuck what you offer me. 
you ain't gonna never hear me perform bombs over Baghdad. Or would you rather have an artist like Lauryn Hill who's like, I'm gonna take the offer, but I'm gonna be a little I'll late. I'll take Andre 3000 because at least Andre 3000 has told me he's not gonna perform. Where Lauryn Hill, bro, like, I done paid you to show up to this motherfucker. So, you so, still ain't so, show so up. Think about how many people in this world are feel deprived because they won't see an outcast show. That's how we started well, the show. Yeah. He performed They yeah. went on tour. He at least went on. He went on the tour. Now he went. I filmed once. the behind the scenes of that whole tour, I and once. I was like the most. Amazing I went to the show. The show was amazing. Life. What was so crazy about it? You can you say? Well, the, I mean, it was just an amazing experience. I, yeah, I remember. Uh, it was funny because, because, like, because I, I'm, I've always been big boys guy. So like, when mm. so when I um so so when I came around uh, with the camera one time. Dre was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Big was like, "Hey, bro, put the camera down, bro." Yes, yeah, I'm saying. Down, so <laughs> Dre, like, I just, I was just on having this conversation with somebody that know Dre. They like, Dre don't play. Nah. Dre's like, don't film me. He's like, he I don't want to do. Him in the strip club. We 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 went to strip. By the way, I got I got a, I got a picture with Dre. I fuck with Dre. I'm just saying, you ain't gonna make no money with Dre. Huh. At least you gonna get some money with Lauren Hill. At least you gonna get a chance to hear her sing "Killing Me Softly." Man, but he put you ain't gonna hear Dre sing. Dre put on such a good show. Dre was Dre was on the show at Coachella. First time they ever did Coachella, they brought Future out. Future, halfway through the song, Drake goes like this. Hey, cut it off. <laughs> By the way, that's Future, y'all. Future looked like. <laughs> By the way, Future been around him since he was a kid. Right. Yeah. Nigga, Dre don't give a fuck. And my thing is, is that I'm a fan of Dre, but I wouldn't want to be invested in business with him because he's already shown us he won't care. Now, what I would know, now here's what I would do. I would tell Lauren her stock time is eight. So when she gets that 11, it's like, you late, but you right on the way ready for you. That's what I really do. That's what, that's what I really do, by the way. Everybody, everybody got a problem, but I'm just saying. Go ahead, Tamir. Like, my birthday dinners, I tell my friends two hours before the actual time of the reservation. That's just fucked up. If I'm at your birthday dinner for two hours eating appetizers, man. Right, so, the American Pop House. Mind you, this is coming from Rico from Brooklyn, friend of the show. He told it's me my nigga. wanted to talk about this. So I had... This is a room of American birthday. Godfather. Yeah. So I'm asking, are you a dad? No. Okay. So you can still input that. I got a dog. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> um, So there is a rumor. It's a rumor. It's allegedly. And I have put a poll on my IG today. Um, so there's a rumor going around that Summer Walker is pregnant by Meech, right? So we don't know if this is true. It's not confirmed. Um, they want, so Rico wants to know. We always constantly assassinate a man's character for bringing babies into the world, babies that don't grow up under traditional Ooh, I like where this is going. So if she is pregnant, this would be her third baby daddy, and this would be his first baby. Can I tell you why? I, I, I mean, it's a double standard. No, no, let's not do that. Let's stay right there. <laughs> the Juju, we got it. No, let me tell you why. Because she exposed something very, very real. Here's why. Because the only people in our, in our community that, not the only, that's wrong. The people that do 85% of the complaint in our community are women. It's actually, it's actually not masculine for a man to complain. Because a man's supposed to do something. Fix it, yeah. Man's supposed Barbara to fix Barbara. it. So, you really should just be asking women, why are they not as outraged on, on that scenario as at, at, at this scenario? Because, you're, I never thought about that. That's a great point. Like, a, let, Nick Cannon got eight. All we talk about, how many kids he got to be baby mamas? Nobody ever gives the baby mama flack. It's always like, take care of the kids. She, it's like, but can't be dumb that many times. <laughs> so I think, but I think this is a difference, right? Stuck on stupid. And, and I think people, go ahead. The difference is like, and man, I love, I love Summer. I love LVRN. I love all those guys. Summer, like she, she's like, uh, Justin said it a couple weeks ago. He was like, 
literally, he asked her about her relationships and why she's doing, why she's in relationship with certain people. She said those are her muses. Like literally, she uses them as art, as as easels. Like they're basically like that's. So that's, every kid has an album. So so my <laughs> so my thing is, but my thing is like my thing is, I can't I can't judge her for no no we're not judging no I'm about to say I, we're just saying why is it harder on why does men catch most of the flag and women don't I think. Well, men don't complain well, about Cannon it. not really catching a lot of flack because he take care of all his kids. Like Ooh. he's he's wealthy enough to take nah, care of his kids. Nah, he catches nah, but like nah. women, like Positive definitely. He said he he because he ain't got another time. He got he got like eleven. You, you, can, you can drop all them kids off to work and see everyone on holidays and like I just don't see real. That's my point. It's fucked up. So I think it's also fucked up when a woman has multiple, multiple, multiple. At a certain point, two I understand. You make the same mistake twice. Third time, it's like bitch, you just don't get. So what? Like well, once again, we're saying this is a rumor right. that, that she's pregnant. Like, uh, I'm not going to just put that on nobody to say that you're pregnant again. Like, why are you not? Why are we not talking? Never mind. And what if it ain't even his? No, let's go. Let's get to. We've been, it's been too much. We're not going to do that. Let's get to it. Wrap it. <laughs> go ahead. I I don't think no one. I see. Here's the thing. I don't think no man on this couch gives a fuck that Lori Harvey and Damson broke up. Would I let my son my son is my well, son. I, I want my son. <laughs> I want my son to experience. I want my son to experience every woman he can experience. For real. Ray, hey, if Lil Ray pulled up and said he got Lori Harvey, Ray could be like, Come my on. nigga. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna say my nigga. Dab it up. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so um, we're gonna start with the Who Shiesty says that he writes five to six songs in while a day while he's in jail. Who had the best comeback album after being released from jail? That's easy. Tupac, all eyes on me. Yeah, Pac. Ten out, ten, ten. Burr, release. <laughs> nah. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, East Atlanta, uh, East, oh, East Atlanta Santa was an amazing album right out of jail. I'm both with Drake was a that, yeah. uh, fucking name Santa four other songs hard. on it. Huh? Name four other songs on that. The record with Bryson Tiller. No name. Crazy. Don't say the reference it. Name it, <laughs> bro. Name the record, Ray. Why wouldn't you? I can name ten songs on All Eyes on Me. Ray, Ray's an asshole. Music encyclopedia. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just if you gonna say it, like you gotta stand on it, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Name four songs. I'm trying to think. Cause what's the name of the Bryson Tiller record? Um, <laughs> what's the name of it? What's the name of the damn Tiller record? Watch this. Watch this. Wonder why they call you bitch. California uh, love. Uh, you could run the streets with Jota. Run the streets. Um, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm giving this while you're thinking. I'm, I'm just going through. Th- I'm going to give you 10 of all eyes on me. Uh, uh, what's your phone number? Don't, 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 don't. No, no, I'm just saying. That's why I can do it. You can't make the argument if you can't make the East argument. Atlanta, but East Atlanta Santa was. Let me keep going. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I got my mind made up. Come on, do yeah, it. Get, come on, bro. Like I can. Uh-huh. Name, I don't say shit's classic. I can't name shit on it. Like we do a lot of throwing the word classic <laughs> out said, without no nothing to back it. Name the best. The best uh, post. And I said all eyes on me. And Spitty said yeah. And then you said. And I said East Atlanta Santa. East Atlanta Santa. And, said, and all yeah. I said was. Am I lying, Spitty? No, he's no. Spitty, can you name four songs? I can't name four songs off. Name of four songs. I gave you two. <laughs> you gave me one and a half. You gave me one in the reference. Wait, can I have, I have go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. This came from an argument we was having last week, and I didn't get to ask y'all. Do women need sex appeal in order to be successful in the industry? No. No. Doja Cat. Doja Cat is fucking 
fine as hell. She makes herself ugly. Yeah, I was about to say. Nigga, Doja Cat is fine. Yeah. Body is nice. Hair, face is pretty. She just wants to be ugly. Makes herself look she, she like makes herself super look weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super like, emo. She's not yeah. in the black man. So that's what it is. But Doja Cat is fine. Now, Scarlet. Are you talking about that as an executive? Man, hold on. Now, Scarlet. Can we got to argue? Hold on. So, so we said Doja Cat is fine. I'm you saying I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't mess with Scarlett. I'm just saying, so I, I think, so, I think so, she's beautiful, on, by the hold way. Hold on. So this goes back to the argument we had last week. Sex appeal is beautiful. Exactly. I think Scarlett is beautiful. I just don't think that. Like, I think people love Cardi. You could, you could not like Cardi's music, but look at her body and be like, damn. You know, like, like, like does, 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 does Scarlett have a nice body? We don't know because she don't show it. Because yeah. she doesn't leave with sex appeal. Scarlett. Scarlett. Oh, Scarlett. The same way I was yeah. saying. Soldier Reese, nigga. Hey, Scarlett said, uh, what she say? This is New York. What I look like telling a nigga good morning. Yo. Then she said, the baddie just yeah. coming through. Yo, she was one of my dopest interviews on Off the Porch. By uh, the way, Scarlett was her. I, yeah. We got to get her, but she said baddies coming through. <laughs> what you trying to say? Sis not baddie. You call yourself baddies? Yeah. I'm, is, she a, is she a baddie? Oh, who a baddie? Scarlett. Well, baddie's more about Cardi Cardi. I mean, her name is Scarlett. Yes or bro. no. Like, how much sex appeal do you want? Yes or no. Scarlett. She wouldn't be able to be a baddie. See, that's the how problem. Much, how much You're supposed to say yes. That was Ray, a trick question. The Ray, answer is always yes. Ray, how much sex appeal you gonna get from a woman named Scarlett? Right. <laughs> like, she could have a big scar on that lip that could do some things. What <laughs> you talking about? Scars can be sexy, though. I didn't say scars weren't sexy. Yeah, scars I'm just was, saying, what'd you expect her name to be Scarlett? She, she Scarlett. No, she named herself what we saw. She na- it's like she named herself what was but the that's obvious. But that's not a sexy name. Scarlett is not we, a sexy name. We don't see sexy when we saw her. We saw her big ass scar on your lip. Yes, a lot of women yeah. that are sexy and not pretty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sexy is not pretty? Nah. I, I think all women are beautiful. I'm not going to Yeah, I'm not going to say. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You know what my crush is? You know what my crush is? My only celebrity crush? And I don't think people will say that she's sexy. Whoopi Goldberg. I love Whoopi her. Whoopi Goldberg. Nigga, I love that woman. <laughs> I don't love her. I love her mind. I don't want to fuck her. I just love who she is. Ray, all my life I had to fight. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, so hit me. Hit, no. You know what I like? You, y'all gonna make one reference. <laughs> what about Sister Act 2? Sister Mary Clarence. Come on. Come on, nigga. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Come on, nigga. Ray, the reason this shit is funny because I was watching Godfather Hall of last night. Hey, Whoopi Goldberg is a number. She's crushing a number. <laughs> like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, but, but, I, no fucking listen, way. I love Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> no fucking way. I love Whoopi too. Well, fool, bro. shout out to our sponsors. <laughs> shout out to uh, Yoko Vaca. Shout out to Toten Carey. Shout out to all the other sponsors that are coming in. We appreciate all you guys. Shout out to our subscribers. Like, share. That costs y'all nothing, by the way. If you ain't doing that at this point, you hating on us. Like, just share the shit. Send it to your cousin that you don't like. I don't care. Send it to somebody you don't like. I ain't ask you to send it to everybody. But <laughs> shout out to Spitty for coming on the show. By the way, you're welcome on a blue couch anytime you want to come. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Nah, for sure. And I'm this gonna, is the Culture Report. <laughs> and we are out. <laughs>